book of Psalms, chapter 23. We're going to read the whole chapter there. It's only six verses. Amen. And uh, I'm excited about what I feel God leading us into today. Amen. We're going to read the word of the Lord. Amen. It says, the Bible says in verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd. Why don't we read this together? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lag down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Why don't we, my subject for today is simply this, overcome. Why don't we lift our hands unto the Lord and let's pray. Let's prepare our hearts to receive this word. Jesus, have your way in our hearts. God, you have called us to be more than conquerors through your love. You've empowered us to be more than conquerors through your love, Jesus. Lord, here today, you have created us to be overcomers, victorious. Lord, the head and not the tail. Lord God. Lord, to be Lord inheritors of your promises. Lord God, of your victories, Lord. You're leading us to possess your promises today. Lord, let us, Lord, I loose the gift of faith in this place that we would have a heart to receive the word that you would speak to us, not just in this moment, but in our everyday lives, Lord God. That, Lord, we would not fear man, that we would not fear the enemy's report, but that our only fear would be a loving and deep reverence for you. And what your word says is true, God, and that your word overcomes the world. And may your word be in us so that we, too, may overcome the world. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Somebody said in Jesus' name, amen. Let's clap our hands one more time as you're seated unto the Lord. We honor your great name today, Lord God. We applaud you, Jesus. We magnify you. We exalt you. We honor you. We give you glory today. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. We serve a winning God. Amen. We serve a winning God. Amen. Who's on the winning side today? You don't sound too confident. Let me ask that again. Who's on the winning side today? I'm on the winning side. Why? Because my companion, my guide is the Lord Jesus Christ. My heavenly father is the Lord Jesus Christ. And because he's a winner, I'm a winner. Come on. Now, we, we, you know, you ever meet someone in your life and realize, you know what, they're going somewhere. I better connect with them. 
I better stay connected with them because they're going somewhere in life. And, and there's some who are like the groupie type and, you know, they want to just mooch off of you, feed off of you. But then there's others who really love you and, and they, they really care about what you're about and they want to see you succeed. And so you want to go along on the journey. You know, God's, 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 on the, God's taking us somewhere. And if we'll just make up in our minds that we're going to walk with him, where he goes, we will go. What he does, we will do. Because, amen, our companionship is with him and he will empower us. Jesus says in John 16, these things have I spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall, somebody say ye shall. Ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. We're going to have tribulation. The world is in tribulation as we speak right now. Amen. But Jesus commands us to be of good cheer, for he's overcome the world. Revelation 17, verse 14, the Bible says, These shall make way with war, rather, with the lamb, the enemy. There are people that are inspired by the enemy. There is a, an increasing unity in the world against God. It sounds like the days of the Tower of Babel, okay, where, you know, they have different causes for themselves, but their one uniting factor is that they're all against God. They're all against the Lord. It sounds like the days of the Tower of Babel. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and they that are with him. Who's with him? They that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Who is with the Lord today? Now is the time to associate with the Lord and serve the Lord like never before. Now is the time to make it clear. I am a child of God. Do not hide in your corner. Come out of your corner. I say the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, I will say his name. Yes, I will pray in his name. Yes, I will not back down. No, I will not be silent. I am a child of God, and his name is Jesus Christ. I need Jesus in my home, Jesus in my neighborhood, Jesus in my workplace, Jesus in my school, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus everywhere. There is power in his name. And they that are with him, they that are with him, amen, are called and chosen and faithful. I belong to the church of the living God. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. They that are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. 
and will overcome this world and the prince of this world who is Satan by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. We cannot afford to be silent. We cannot afford to be timid about our relationship with Jesus Christ. It is our testimony that's going to empower us to overcome. It's going to be our association with Jesus that is going to empower us to overcome all the perils of this life at the end of the age. They that are with him are called and chosen and faithful, and they will overcome because they are with the Lamb. You see, the church that abides by the word of God is the ark that God will use to transport the souls of men from this life to eternal life. I want to say that again. The church that abides by the word of God. There's a lot of churches out there, but they don't all abide by the word of God. Hallelujah. We are a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, and practicing church. We are a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, and practicing church. We're not just a spirit-filled church. It's not enough just to be a spirit-filled church. It's not enough just to be a Bible-believing church. We are a spirit-filled, Bible-believing, and Bible-practicing church. We are apostolic. And these are they that turn the world upside down. That's what Jesus has called you and I to be. Amen. If you don't realize it here today, that's what you are a part of in this church today. You are a part of the called out ones. You are a part of the ones that God is going to anoint. Amen. To change the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You are a part of the church that's going to see blind eyes open. That's going to see the dead raised. That's going to see, amen, diseases cast out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are a part of the church that God has come to give authority and power over all the devices of the enemy. That's what you're a part of. That's what I'm a part of. That's what we are a part of. We are the church. And we're called to overcome. The church is the ark. The church that abides by the word of God is the ark that God will use to transport the souls of men from this life to eternal life. The church that abides by the word of God is the ark of safety in this world. Hear me, to ch- hear me today. The safest place is in the church, child of God. I don't mean just the physical building while we need to be here. Amen. The church is a people. The church is a lifestyle. The church is a blueprint that is given to us by the word of God. The church is the ark of safety in this world. There will be perils. There will be tribulations. Amen. There will be dangers. There will be. Jesus said there will be. We should not be surprised. Amen. When the world is in disarray. We should not be surprised when the world is in chaos and fear. Amen. We should not be surprised when we see the things that Jesus said are coming to pass. We just have to anchor ourselves in the house of God, to the word of God. We just have to make sure our hearts and our lives are in the ark of safety. You see, it's not enough to just attend service. We must obey the word of the Lord if we're going to be called the church. We got to get in the church. 
Amen. Don't just go to church. Get in the church. Don't just go to church. Be the church. Attending church alone does not bring us into the church, which is God's bride. Amen. What brings us into the church is repentance and turning from our sin once and for all. Being baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Amen. And being filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. This is the Bible way for becoming the church. There is no other way. I say unto us today, get in the church. If you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name, get baptized in Jesus name even if you've yet to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost you ought to get a divine discontentment and say I'm not going to stop praying until God fills me with power from on high you've got to get desperate the ark the church is the ark of safety the church is the ark of safety I've got to be baptized into the church of water and of spirit I need the Holy Ghost it's not enough to be physically in this building It's baptism of water and spirit that brings me into the church. It's allowing the spirit of God to transform my life that keeps me in the church. The church is going to heaven. The world's not going to heaven. The church is going to heaven. It's those who are called by his name to leave a life of sin and walk into his righteousness. It is those individuals who have their minds made up and their lives aligned with him who will hear Jesus, say those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. It's not enough to just attend church. It certainly is not enough to sporadically attend church. It's not just enough. I've got to obey the word of God. I need to be born again. I must be baptized of water and of spirit. I must be baptized of water and of spirit. You must be baptized of water in a spirit. You will speak with new tongues as the spirit of God gives the utterance. Get in the church. Grow in the church. Serve in the church. The church is not a physical building. The church is a people who adhere, love, and obey the word of God. Get in the church. Let's clap our hands and praise them. Get in the church. Don't just attend church. Get in the church. The church is a people on a path to obey their heavenly father and to become like him in word and in deed. The church is a people on a journey to be like their heavenly father in nature and in character and are committed to doing his will. His will. This is the church's finest hour. This is the church's finest hour. Amen. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hell can't stop the church. Amen. The powers of this world can't stop the church. It doesn't matter who gets elected in office. They can't stop the church. It doesn't matter what the the, the world tries to put together. It cannot stop the church. 
You know how many regimes and governments have tried to extinguish the church to be unsuccessful every single time? Hitler trying to extinguish the church. Napoleon trying to extinguish the church. Boko Haram trying to extinguish the church in Nigeria. But there's not a force, an entity on earth that can stop the church of the living God. I'm glad to be a part of the church. Get in the church today. Hallelujah. Get in the church. It's not just enough to attend church. Amen. The biblical requirement for the church is to repent of our sins, be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. The biblical retirement requirement for church is to be baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. That's the Bible requirement. That's the Bible requirement for the church. Doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what part of the world you're in. Thank God that the Bible's being translated. I don't know how many languages the Bible's translated in. Amen. But the same requirement is given to all of humanity across the world. We must be born again. And we must walk in righteousness to get in the church and stay in the church that's going to be raptured. It's going to be a sad day for those who all they did was attend church and the coming of the Lord comes and they find themselves remaining here. Amen. They just attended church. They did not pursue God. They did not obey God. Amen. They're going to say to themselves, what was I doing? Why did I keep delaying? Why did I keep delaying? Why did I keep saying that right now? Why did I keep saying I'm not ready? Get in the church. It's the ark of safety. It's the ark of safety. As fear rages in the world, God's love is raging in the church. As fear rages in the world, God's love is overcoming and casting out fear in the church. Get in the church. Get in the church. There's no hope for you in the world, but there is hope in the church. Jesus is the head of the church. You see, I'm just an under shepherd. I'm not the head of the church. Hallelujah. Amen. His blood was shed for me too. I'm just serving in my role, amen, as the watchman of this church. I'm just serving in my role unto the Lord as the under-shepherd of this church, but I'm not the head of this church. Jesus Christ is the head of this church, amen, amen. There's many shepherds. There's many watchmen. The Bible talks about it, even pastors in Scripture who missed the mark. I'm trying to stay in the church. I want to make heaven my home. I don't want to labor and serve God and serve in all these areas all these years. Amen. Only to hear God say, depart from him. Depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. I've got my mind made up. I'm not turning back. I'm not going to let you offend me. I refuse to be offended. I refuse to be discouraged. I've got my mind made up and my eyes on Jesus. I'm going to cross the finish line. I'm going to cross that line. There's hope in the church because Jesus is the head of the church. Jesus isn't sweating bullets about the coronavirus. He's not. Jesus is greater than the coronavirus. Hallelujah. The world is fearing, but God's love is casting out fear in the church. 
I wish I had a witness in the house. The world is fearing, but God's love is casting out fear in the church. You can overcome the fear of this world with a revelation. That's all you need. I'm letting them take it a moment and let that sink in. You can overcome the fear of this world with a revelation. 1 John 4, verse 4, the Bible says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Would you say that with me? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. One more time. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he. Greater is he. Greater is he. Your victory revolves around greater is he. You being an overcomer revolves around greater is he. Financial troubles, greater is he. Sickness, greater is he. Amen. Family uh, struggles, greater is he. Impossibilities in your life, greater is he. Not sure how things are going to work out, greater is he. Unanswered questions, uh, unanswered prayers, greater is he. Betrayal, greater is he. Rejection, greater is he. Failure, greater is he. Greater. He's greater. Come on, somebody shout, he's greater. God is greater. Increasing reports of the coronavirus is the latest peril that is inciting fear across the world, literally. However, the church should not fear 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That means a mind that is so filled with God's peace that it's clear. It's calm. Calm. You see, you can fake calm on the outside, but on the inside. If you're not calm in your spirit, if you don't have peace in your spirit, eventually what's on inside of you begins to manifest outwardly. And maybe you can hide it for a couple of hours at church. Maybe you can hide it for a few hours at work. But when you're at home and you're laying on your bed at night and on your pillow and your mind is racing, then the lack of peace reveals itself. God is saying, amen, I've not given you the spirit of fear, but what I have given you, what I have given you is power. What I have given you, God says, is love. What I have given you, God says, is a sound mind. So rest. 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 Do not fret. Don't worry. Don't fear. Rest. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts and your minds. Let the peace of God guard your heart and your mind. Because God has given that to us. Are we hearing what the Lord's trying to tell us today? The Lord says, do not fear. Fear is not of God. God dropped a dime on me this week, and he was just like, you know, I said fear not as a commandment, not a suggestion. I command you not to fear. right? It's a commandment. 
Do not fear. God has given his church power, love, and a sound mind. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. There's an inheritance for the children of God. While the world is panicking, while the world is losing, start market is so crazy right now, up and down. Can't put our trust in that. There's an inheritance for the children of God. There's an inheritance for the church. Jesus spoke to his disciples in a time when they struggled with fear concerning his soon crucifixion. And when Jesus was taken by Roman soldiers, the disciples allowed fear to scatter them. And Jesus said in John 16, verse 33, he said, These things have I spoken unto you that in me, in me, Jesus said, ye might have peace. where we've got to stay is in Jesus. In Jesus. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Another commandment. It's a command. There's nothing that looks like a question about that. Be of good cheer. Will yourself to trust and believe and find rest in my promises is what God's telling us. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. In Jesus we have peace because Jesus has overcome the world. If we live in fear, then we are living Outside of God. Be of good cheer is a suggestion. It's not a suggestion, rather. It's a commandment. Fear not is not a suggestion. It's a commandment. If we fear, Jesus is telling us, he's revealing to us that we're not walking close enough. God was showing Elijah as we stand to our feet today. God was showing Elijah promise of rain for time of famine. Elijah was trying to show Elisha what faith looks like. There had been famine. Elijah prayed for God to open Elisha's eyes. He might see, he might hear the sound of the abundance of rain. In a time of famine, in a time of fear, you mean the world could be experiencing fear and famine and the church can walk in abundance? Absolutely. Because we don't live by their report. For the children of Israel in Egypt. God commanded Moses to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. 
wouldn't do it. God would send plague after plague after plague. And while Egypt, which was a type of a world, was getting weaker, the children of Israel, which is a type of the church, was getting stronger. The Lord was giving them strength because they had a land to inherit. They had a place of worship to go to. They had a territory to claim, promises to possess. And so while the plagues were inflicting the world, God was strengthening his people. As he is today, he's going to strengthen his church. We're going to leave slavery and bondage and perils of this world to inherit the promises of the Lord. I believe in this life. And then the next, and ultimately the next life. But God, it begins with us believing the report of the Lord. You see, if we fear, Jesus is saying we're not walking close enough. He's saying, come closer so that you can see what I'd like to show you. If you're offended, it means we're not walking close enough with the Lord. And Jesus is saying, come closer. So you can see what I'm trying to show you. Prayers are oasis in God. Bible devotion is our oasis in God. And if we've been neglecting our daily time with God, I ask you today. I ask us today. Where are you going to go? As the perils of the world increase. Where are you going to go? If being in the church has not been a priority in your life, I ask you today, where else are you going to go as the perils of this world increase before the coming of the Lord? If not God, then where? If not God, then who? If not God, then what? If not God, then why? Why? You see, we can't prepare enough the perils of this world outside of God. It's going to wax worse, church. I don't say that to fear. Jesus said he told us of those things that we might have peace. I'm not saying this that we fear. He says, I'm telling you now that you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Get in the church. I've overcome the world. So what will we do? There's going to be more perils. Where will we go and how will we deal? The truth is, is this. There's one refuge. There's one oasis. There's one strong tower. And his name is Jesus. I want to invite us to this altar today. If you're making up in your mind today, come hell or high water, I'm going to be in the church. I want to invite you to come to this altar. Maybe you haven't been baptized yet. Today's your day. Get baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Maybe you've yet to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But the evidence of speaking in other tongues, today is your day. Do not wait. Do not delay. There's going to come a day where the door of the ark is closed for the last time. Don't miss the opportunity. 
There's going to come a day where baptism won't matter anymore. You see, the rapture is when God removes his spirit from this world. Biblically, that's what the rapture is. He's going to rapture everything that every person that his spirit is alive in, and he's going to take them to forever be with him. That's why the Bible says that, that except a man have the spirit of God, he is not mine. He is none of his. If we don't have the spirit of God, God is saying we don't belong to him. And God's saying, I want you to get in. I want to fill you because I'm going to rapture a church out of this world. I'm going to rapture people. Give them the ark today. Maybe it's been a while since you've been renewed. Maybe your vessel is empty. Maybe your oil has run dry. It's time to get renewed today. Your initial experience is not enough, my friend. We've got to be renewed today. We've got to allow our souls to catch on fire today. We've got to make up our mind that we're going to serve the Lord with all of our heart, soul, and mind today. Come on, as we begin to pray, amen, can we begin to lift up our voices and lift our hearts today? Come on, the Lord's coming back soon. This world is going to come to an end soon. Amen. It's not cliche. It's truth. And God's saying, I want you to be ready. Come on, would you lift your hands across the sanctuary and begin to call out upon the name of the Lord. Let's begin to align our hearts with him today. Come on, that's it. Let's reach out today. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, that's it. Oh getting in the church. I'm repenting of my sins. I'm going to be baptized. I'm going to be filled with your spirit.